What up, my great people, all my dreamers out there? It's motivation time. You know who it is and what it is. I am Mr. Dark Eye, and this is the Mr. Dark Eye Podcast. Motivation to trust God and live your dreams. Every day ain't sweet, but you got to continue to move your feet. You might feel a little heat. God is not going to let you burn. Live life and learn. Put your faith over your fears. Wake up every day knowing you're great and live life that way. Yeah, man, it's another beautiful day. God designed it. That's why he's my favorite artist. And I tell you, man, I'm so grateful for his grace and his mercy. Man, it is amazing. God is so amazing because he's faithful. His love is unconditional. And he's always there right when you need him, man. Even when you find yourself in those moments where you're tripping, and then God will be like, yo, slide your little blessing, man, and just calm you down, man, because you know exactly what you need when you need it, man. Always. I'm going to tell you, like, like, for real, like for myself, you know, I hit a turning point a few months a few months ago, and uh, it, it, had, it was my my turn back moment. I, I kind of had a turn back moment, but man, I'm gonna tell you, years ago, man, you know, I heard this quote about you know a bow and arrow, about how far I mean, pull it, how far you pull it back, the further you pull it back, you know, the further the arrow is gonna go. And um, I'm telling you right now, like that's why I feel like you know the turning point, the turning back moment was for me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like, it's, it's, it's going crazy right now. Like the blessings is just pouring in. It's crazy right now, man. I'm so thankful to God, man. Um, so this episode right here, man, we getting into an interview with my sister, Natasha Queen Jones and her daughter, Corinne came through talking about their nonprofit and power then conquer. And I've been watching them just make some major moves with this with this nonprofit giving back in the community, man. I love what they're doing. Uh, my sister has always been consistent, just just giving back in the community, being a part of anything that she can be a part of uh, to just just help, you know, empower the people, you know. And, um, you know, I'm so proud of her and her daughter. They're doing amazing things in the community, man. So I had to bring them on, celebrate them, give them their roses while they can still smell them, man, because there's so many people out here that's doing amazing things and they need that. They need to be told that you're doing great. You're doing amazing things. And if nobody else don't tell you, I love you and I'm proud of you. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we're doing on the Mr. Dark Eye podcast, man. Um, so shout out to all my dreamers out there actively chasing their dreams, applying that cash, commitment, availability, sacrifice, and hard work. That's how you get to the paper, baby. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how we doing it out here, man. We're doing big, great things. Shout out to God, man. God is amazing. Yeah, so we're going to get into that interview. Another disclaimer, though. It is a little shaky with the uh, audio because, like I say, when I got back into the swing of things with the podcast, you know, um, you know, I had to get back right. But I'm back right now. So after this episode, you ain't going to hear nothing but quality audio, man. But if it, you know, if I slip up again, charge it to my head, not my heart. But I'm going to tell you like this. Uh, the interview was great. It's going to definitely motivate you, man. They got a great story. Great things going on with their nonprofit. Uh, Natasha Queen Jones and her daughter Corinne chopping it up. Beautiful conversation. When we come back, you're listening to the Mr. Dark Eye Podcast. Motivation to trust God and live your dreams. Don't touch nothing.
What up, people? It's Mr. Dark Out from New Soul Music Radio. Here to remind y'all about the Queen City Awards nominations going on right now, all the way to October 30th. So depending on when you're hearing this thing right here, you might not have that much time left. So I need you to hurry up and get on over there and put in these nominations as follows. I need you to put in New Soul Music LLC for Small Business of the Year. And I also need you to nominate me, Mr. Dark Out, for Gospel Artist of the Year Mail. All right, New Soul Music LLC and Mr. Dark Eye. Make sure you get those nominations in for Small Business of the Year and Gospel Artists of the Year Mail. Thank you in advance for the love and support. Shout out to Kevin Glover and the whole Queen City Awards Committee. We appreciate the love y'all show the community. All right, what's up, good people? We are back. You're listening to Mr. Dark Out. I got some family in the building. You know, we 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 go back probably a few years now. I can't remember, like 2013, something like that. I think maybe. I think it was 2013. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, or whatever. But when we actually had our first introduction, uh, you, I don't know if you remember, you approached me in the parking lot. We was over at the uh, at the um, barbershop. and you know, we was talking on Facebook a lot. But that was my first time meeting you in person. And yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a little awkward moment because yeah. he was like, "You don't know me." <laughs> yeah. You I'm, know when you talk to people on Facebook, yeah, you expect when you meet them in person, uh-huh. they know exactly who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> like, "Nah," only thing you told me, "Okay," I was like, "I got you now," or whatever. So let me give the formal introduction. Uh, so in the building, we have where I know I refer to you as Queen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is a proper title. You know, yeah. but yeah, uh, but uh, she, a lot of people know her as Natasha Jones. Um, she has a nonprofit. It's called Empower Then Change. She's the founder. She's also, oh, my, I'm sorry. I'm sitting here looking at it. Look at you. I can't even read my own hand right But it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting there. I'm literally looking at this thing saying Empower Then Conquer. And I still said change. But. Oh. There's, 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 there's still some truth in that, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's all about change. Okay, but and at the end of the day, she is the founder. She's also a mother, a poet, a beacon in her community. She is also uh, having the. She, you got the number one goal. Your number one goal is to is to change lives and we'll actually have a positive impact on as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. That's her goal. And then she also has the co-founder. Her daughter Corinne is in the building, and uh, y'all. She got on here that she is a young leader, aspiring to change as well. And you, this is old, so you probably how old are you now? This says seventeen. Oh, this, okay, you still seventeen. Okay, and you play volleyball. You also a tutor, and you bake. What you bake? Everything. Red velvet. Not that much. I really bake um, homemade cinnamon rolls, any flavor, banana pudding, cheesecake. Okay. Gotta get some red velvet though. I love red velvet. I don't care what it is, it's cookies, cakes, pound cake. I just had red velvet pound cake. I didn't even know they made red velvet pound cake, but I, oh. apparently they do. Uh, but yeah, love red velvet. Okay, so y'all multi talented over here. So let's talk about Empower Then Conquer. How long has this nonprofit been going on? Um, Empower Then Conquer first came into effect back in 2019. Okay. Um, we really just started doing what we needed to do with it this year. Um, COVID kind of put it down, I put a damper on everything. So we really didn't do too much in 2020 like I wanted to. But for this year, we've been rocking and rolling. We've been hitting the pavement hard. 
That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, what 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 inspired it? What what started? Like, what inspired you to start this nonprofit? Well, I've been working with the homeless and um, kids that's being bullied for a long time. You okay, know, right. since I've been out here um, in the community, that's what I mostly do. But um, we just sat down and talked about that we needed to do something and something that needs to be family oriented because for me, it's about leaving a legacy for my kids. Right. If something was to happen to me, I want my children to be able to have something to fall back on mm-hmm. and for them to be able to run without me and learn how to be entrepreneurs and do things for the community. So we were just talking one day and I said, well, let's go ahead and start a nonprofit together. And that's what we did. That's what's up. That's what's up. Because I, I think it's not enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think even the helpers need help, you yeah. know, because when you're out here trying to do stuff, it's just a lot that can that, that, that can come with that. And a lot of times it's just not enough people to show up when you need it. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So has, has that been a tough challenge for you? Just kind of trying to, you know, do all of this and feeling like, do you feel like you have enough help when it comes down to you getting things done? Um, well, I have a great board. Let me just say that we do have a great board that will that show up and, you know, participate in things that we do. Um, we don't really get as much help in the community as we should. Okay. Um, a lot of participation with different things. Like if we do um like we did fun day in the park it was a good participation but it could have been more mm-hmm. um i just think that for me i'm the person that like to do stuff with everyone so let's you know just make things happen together and just do things correctly but i don't feel like all the time that i get a lot of support that you know we should be getting any organization mm-hmm. in this community i don't feel like get a lot of support like they should and you know we all do need to come together and try to work together to do things together because mm-hmm. it is a lot of us that's doing the same things. But I think if we can all combine and do, you know, stuff at one time, it will be, it will be a lot better. That way everybody can be recognized for what they do instead of just trying to do things individually. Yeah. it's a lot of that going on. Um, why do you, why do you think that is though? Why do you think that there's so much separation in the community? Like that? Um, well, this is just my personal opinion. Yeah, I feel like that um, sometimes people don't want to see each other get ahead. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you can have a person that um, could be doing this one thing and then somebody else will try to piggyback off of that to try to do a swing on it. But you're still doing the same thing. Right. What someone else is doing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have your organizations that do this particular thing. You have your organization that do this particular thing. So if you have people that aren't doing the same thing, that's fine. It's when you have those that are doing the same thing that nobody is collaborating with. Mm-hmm. And it just causes it, it. The separation is just real. I don't mm-hmm. think it should be happening like that. But I don't think sometimes people don't want to see other people get ahead when we all could just it's enough out here for everybody to eat. off. Yeah. Of, you know what I'm saying? I always say that if you it's always enough money out here that everybody can go get. It's always enough people out here that need help. Mm-hmm. But if I got a garage full of stuff and you don't have nothing, you mm-hmm. can come to me and take we can clean out that whole garage over there. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, right. And you yeah. can take that stuff and go do what you need to do, and then you know we can all just make it work together. I don't know why people don't do that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it neither. I see it's a lot so, of that going on. Yeah, it yeah. does. It, 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 and I think if if we recognize that we came together, how much more of an mm-hmm. impact we can have when doing that? Because there's a lot of things that you got going on with your organization that they may not have. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then kind of balance each other out. But you know. But it's probably best that way because you might not want to find yourself working with people that is really just not going to put the work in mm-hmm. like you're doing, the consistency that you have, because that could easily slow you down or 
you know what I mean, kind of get in the way of what you're doing if they don't have your same work ethic. You know that's what I'm true. saying? That's true. Um, so sometimes that probably might be for the best. Um, but at the end of the day, hopefully, I feel that if you continue to keep doing what you're doing, maybe it'll inspire mm-hmm. and, and motivate some people to get out here and do some things. And then whether they work with you or not, at least they inspired and they're doing something yeah. on, a, on another in another situation where they're doing the work that that um, that's going to complete the circles in some capacity. But uh, I think that, yeah, it's 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 so needed, especially right now. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because the world is crazy and yeah. a lot of people are, are, are suffering many different ways. Um, so how, how have um, y'all been kind of working through the pandemic, though? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I know you mentioned that before, like earlier, like how tough, how really, you know what I'm saying? What are some of the adjustments that you have to make? Um, it's really not that tough working in a pandemic, to be honest with okay. you. When we did what a homeless event, we was able to go, we just set up outside mm-hmm. and, you know, the homeless that way. Okay. Um, different organizations out of, um, Lank, um, excuse me, Lancaster. Okay. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Lancaster, not Lancaster, out of yeah. Lancaster. <laughs> um, donate food to us all the time. Okay. So it, it's not, it's just the fact of when everybody has a lot and then you still have a lot too, mm-hmm. and you don't know what to do with it. Nobody has room. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, um, especially when it comes down to the food, that's the main problem okay. that I ran into is if I go to this shelter, they are already packed. If yeah. you go downtown to what is it, the fridge that they got right there, you go, like, right. that's already stocked up. So it's all stuff left mm-hmm. and don't know which everybody is stocked up. But now we've started to see what more homeless people on the street, right? Mm. And now we're about to put bags in our cars. Here's a bag. Okay. Take a bag. Um, when we did the fun day at the park and left from there, went over by the mall, the whole bus stop over there. I took all that stuff out the car. Please take these sandwiches, these chips, mm-hmm. these drinks, and just bag. All those people over there at that bus stop. So if I see them, I give everything. So it's really not that hard. It's just trying to keep up with where everyone is. Because now everyone is scattered since the rocket closed down. Mm-hmm. So you just got to figure out where the people are to make sure you're able to give them what they need. Absolutely. Do y'all got anything coming up? We y'all doing some, like, you know, doing some things in the community and thing coming up? Um, supposed to be. Okay. Um, I got to finish getting it together. It's been okay. kind of hard, especially with her playing ball. Okay. So, um, and then trying to keep up with her. You know, she continued this year, so I'm, like, really sad. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm about to be a little empty next time. I'm not going to go buy my RV and yeah. travel the world and move across the street from whatever college she goes to. <laughs> you, you ain't going to do it like that, is you, Queen? <laughs> Queen, how you feel about that? You like, nah. <laughs> I hear you. She wants the independence. She loves the show. Um, but we do need to... Um, we have been talking about doing a um, dress for success. Okay. Um, for for women right now, we want to do something for, and um, I'm going to get with um Donna. I've been talking to Donna and Emma Scott to do something over there to okay. where we have a lot of clothes, new a lot of new clothes that was given to us and shoes. Mm-hmm. What we just want to set up and charge, you know, women five dollars to come get a whole outfit. That's so get a whole outfit with some shoes and some jewelry. And go on and go to a job interview or anything like that that you need to have. We're going to try to set it up to where someone can give tips and pointers on interview skills and, mm-hmm. you know, resume building. If there's help with me in that. So I'm trying to do that before the end of the year. Um, It's just been kind of, my time has been 
kind of tied up with her. We mm-hmm. got to kind of wait till the season that college visits go. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's something that we're working on. And um, I'm also working into doing an artist showcase. Okay. Um, to see, just to get my feedback wet a little bit. Yeah, so you've been still doing, um, you've been still doing some poetry and stuff like that? Yes, I still do. I know you have. I'm just asking for the for the people. <laughs> I already know you've been right. You know what I'm saying. So yeah. So um, so you're yeah, a showcase. So you plan you want to do something like that with the artists in the area. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be dope because I think the pandemic uh, brought a lot of people out of the woodworks with trying to create and build and start something. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, we need more platforms, more outlets, people to showcase the talents and things of that nature. Um, because it's it's um it's coming to a point now where you know the independent artist on a rise like crazy. It's just yeah. like a big old movement of that and whatnot. Um, at one point in time, didn't you say you was working on a project or you was wanting to do a project, something like that? Are you still interested in doing that? I'm uh, always uh, a project. Uh, you mentioned something to me this was a few years ago. You were saying you was working on a, like you wanted to do like an album. Something like that. I did do my second album. You did it already? I just didn't put it out. Oh, okay. Why not? What happened? Well, so I got nervous. And what you nervous about, Queen? I don't know. I don't know. I do that. And then you know, when you put out an album, right? Yeah. Everybody wants you to come somewhere and perform. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, I got babies. My kids were graduating, getting in the. My son had just graduated high school. My older son, and then then I got. Another one now got her, so maybe. Yeah. But it is done. It is completed. My okay. book is done. Maybe I should just do it all as a one package. You could, and but put it so, out but you telling me you got an album finished, yeah, a book done, yeah, and put it out. No, <laughs> you just sitting on it. Yes. <laughs> I have not put out anything. How long has it been complete? What? Uh, it's been a minute, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so now you, so now, so now the people know. So when we when when this go out, they know now you've been sitting on this or whatever. So now you're gonna get them stopping you now. Say when you putting this stuff out. I know I shouldn't uh-huh. have said anything. <laughs> so now you're gonna get it. Listen, so, and if our boy knew that uh-huh. I was still sitting uh-huh. on this album, uh-huh. yeah. he's probably gonna know now, and uh-huh. he's gonna have a fit. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> on this for, and I mean live band and all, it's hot. Yeah. Are you serious? Now, now, now you done threw the live band in there. So I know I want to hear. Yeah. But okay. So talk. Okay. Can you talk a little bit about what this project is about? Um, gosh, it was, it was my, um, looking for love and finding it kind of. Okay. Trying to embrace that Uh um, Uh album. Yeah. So it's like my love story. Okay. That's basically what it's about. It's my love story. So it's more personal. It's very personal. Very it's personal. dealing with um, my love story, and then I kind of was dealing with the loss of my uncle mm-hmm. and everything in there as well. But that's basically what it's about, just telling telling my love story, my life a little bit. Yeah, people definitely going to want to hear that. <laughs> you know folks want to know. That's that's some tea right there. You Everybody go on and spill it. it. You want to spill it, go on and spill it. <laughs> go on and spill it. Yeah, folks going to definitely want to hear that. Oh, whatever. So what about the book? Is the book kind of falling in the same lines? Um, No, the book is everything. Okay. So it's just basically all my poetry in one and different aspects. Oh, okay. Different corners okay. from when I started when I was young up into, you know, where I'm at now Um, is where how the book flows. So it gives a whole flow of my entire being from the time when I was 16 up into an adult. Okay. 
So um, yeah, it's just it's different. That's that's.